Welcome, welcome, my friends, to the Beggars and Brawlers podcast. This is episode number four, recorded September the 11th, 2020, as I sit in my writing studio, home on a brief break from the fruit season. And what I'm thinking about this week is how to speed date your books. So if you're like me, the list of books you want to read is a mile long and it's getting longer all the time. So long that uh, sometimes I hit this kind of paralysis when I finish a book and I'm looking for the next one, scrolling through my Kindle or going through the bookshelf, and I've got this one that a friend loved, this one is a classic that I loved as a teenager, which I often don't love when I read again. These ones are critically acclaimed and other people, everyone says this one is good and there's a cool cover and this one I heard about on a podcast. I have so many good books, but only potentially good. So which one do I actually read? This question used to stop me in my tracks, sometimes to the point that I would just go back to an old favorite, a standby that I knew was going to be good, even if I'd read it before. Because nothing's worse than settling into a good book only to discover 30 pages in, just as you're getting snuggly, it's not actually that good. So no more. I have a method. This is a thing that I do, I should tell you. I'm a method maker. Life is chaos, and for me, the best way to handle that chaos is to make systems. All kinds of super nerdy systems. That's just who I am. Uh, So today, Levi's TBR method, or how to speed date your books. Step number one, the feels. So in this step, I think about what kind of experience I'm looking for. Am I looking for something grim and dark? Something quick and lighthearted? An epic tale that I'm going to be reading until next month? Or something I can devour right now on this one single afternoon, start to finish? So step one is all about checking in with myself and what I want to get out of a book, then narrowing down this huge list I have to the ones that look like they're probably going to be on my same page. Pardon the pun. Today, I'm leaning towards the epic, partially because I ignored this step last time I was starting a new book. I just finished Knife of Dreams by Robert Jordan, which is about as epic as a book can get. I mean, it's book number 10 of a 14-book series, and it was, I don't know, 900 pages long or something. And I figured I was ready for something really different, but still fantasy because that's all I read. Um, So I picked up a book many of my friends have raved about, The Princess Bride, which looked really different and must be amazing if so many people gush about the book and about the movie. And you know what? I bet it is. But by page three of the 32-page present-day whimsical introduction, which was after skipping the 25th and 30th anniversary introductions, I could tell this book was not right for my mood. I wanted to escape, to be drawn deep into a richly drawn world, not hear about New York City and booksellers and keep breaking the fourth wall to talk about my wife and whatever. It's just not the experience I was looking for. So I kept wanting to like it, but eventually I accepted it's a good book, but it's not the right book for me right now. So I put it down, because I don't think you should be afraid to put down books or stop watching movies that suck, and comb the bookshelf for books that did seem like a good fit. Epic, but not Sanderson epic. Standalone-y, because I'm already in the middle of this Wheel of Time series and a couple others, and rich in world-building, because that's just, I need it. So what I came up with was The Dragon's Path by Daniel Abraham, The Darkness That Comes Before by R. Scott Backer, and The Wolf's Call by Anthony Ryan. From what I know of the authors in the book descriptions, they seem like a good match emotionally. Seem. 
but how do I pick and avoid snuggling up only to feel disappointed an hour later when one of the other ones might have felt just right? So we come to step number two, speed dating. This is something I came up with when looking for indie fantasy books to buy because a pretty cover and a well-written book description don't necessarily mean the actual writing's going to be good. So with my pile today, since they're traditionally published, there's sort of a guarantee that they aren't awful. But still, good writing doesn't mean the right writing for what I want to read at the moment. So with ebooks on Amazon, which is what my indie books usually are, I usually download them and read the free sample. And if it's not awesome, I move on. Here's a secret. Writers spend most of our time on our opening pages, or at least more than any other part of a book, because we want to draw you in. So if that first 10 pages, or 10%, or whatever Amazon gives you is not stellar, the rest of the book's probably not going to be that way either. So for these ones, I read the first five pages or so, because they're print books, um, and look for a natural break, like the end of the prologue, or first chapter, or end of an action scene. Um, and even if there's not a break, usually by that time, I kind of know if the writing's good, if the story's drawing me in, if it's hitting that emotional feeling I'm looking for. With a pile today, I did pretty good. All three of them were yeses, though that comes with the caveat that the wolf's call started off with this huge prologue letter thing in italics that I started skimming and I was like, nope, (laughs) maybe because I had so many awful introductions of the princess's bride. And I know you guys are going to come at me because you love it. And I'm sure it's good. Just not the thing for me right now. So I skipped to the first real chapter in Wolf's Call. Um, and it was great. Uh, it was a little action sequence showing how capable the main character is, who is the star of the previous trilogy. Uh, sets up a cool relationship between him with an, uh, and a niece that's in his care. And sketched out some of the bigger politics of the world. I've read Anthony Ryan before. Love The Waking Fire, the first book in his Draconis Memoria series. The other ones were fine. Uh, And this one seems really good. I didn't want to put it down, but speed dating. So uh, the darkness that comes before was next. And this was also solid. Uh, Came recommended by a heavy reading fantasy book critic, I know. But it never really took off. Like, it didn't sell well. Uh, And it has a quote from Steven Erickson on the cover. So if you know who he is, uh, I was expecting that this thing was going to be difficult to understand, steep learning curve to the world building, super ambitious. And what I found, at least in the first of its two prologues, uh, was intriguing, but not hard to follow, and written in this kind of, like, narrative, Robert E. Howard kind of voice, uh, if Robert E. Howard of Conan the Barbarian fame decided to write something for a classier audience. So I was intrigued. I love Conan. But then it ended with a line about how 2,000 years passed, which is kind of a non-starter for me, even though I followed Frank Herbert when he did it between books three and four of the Dune series, and I wanted to read on. But speed dating, so third one was The Dragon's Path. Uh, Daniel Abraham is an author I know and I love. His long price quartet is always top on my list for best fantasy books written. I hate that it's so unknown because it's so good, and if you like my writing, you'll probably like his better so don't go read it (laughs) no they're great books uh and he's a co-author of the expanse series which is so good even if it's not fantasy um love the books have liked the tv series so i had really high hopes for this one this is like his his next series after the long price quartet and i was not let down it starts with this runaway monk questioning everything he knows, hints at this epic, interesting world with all these different races, and has just beautiful language and dialogue that I love from his writing. Um, and I, more than the rest of them, wanted to keep reading this one. So they all three 
technically passed the speed dating test. So now what? Step three, ruthlessly eliminate. Three good candidates is an awesome problem to have, and I'd probably be happy snuggling in my nook and reading any of these for the rest of the day. But I have this problem of reading too many books at once, maybe you can identify. I'm already reading the Impossible Time series by Mark Lawrence. Like I said, I'm in the middle of the Wheel of Time series. I'm reading The Way of Kings Prime by Brandon Sanderson because reading the actual one wasn't enough, I guess. And 1491, a nonfiction book about life in uh, pre-European contact America, which has been great. And, you know, until a couple hours ago, I was reading The Princess Bride. So I've got room for one more on that on that list, but only one. So I read a few more pages of each one, and I compare them, and then I just start chopping whatever I can chop, which in this case was The Wolf's Call, because it started to slide towards that heroic main character who's awesome and invincible James Bond kind of thing that I like sometimes. Like I said, I like Conan, but it's not really my thing right now, and then there was that prologue, so cut it. This is the stage when you just cut anything that isn't perfect. Uh, And I read a little further into The Darkness That Comes Before and Dragon's Path, And I noticed they're both starting with these apostate monks climbing over mountain ranges on epic quests, which was a great place for comparison to think, which one am I into more? And that brings us to the final test, step four, feel the love. By the time I've narrowed down the pool, speed dated and eliminated the stragglers, I usually have a winner. And I noticed something, it's always all about the character. Even if the other stuff is great, The one I'm more excited to read is always going to be the one that the character that's drawn me in, that I feel for, that I'm intrigued by because I want to know their secrets, that I despise in interesting ways because they're such a cool villain. And this time that was Daniel Abraham. Um, He had this monk who had ascended high enough to see the power of his faith, but also the lies. And it posed this threat to the world I wanted to know more about. And, you know, when he cuts himself, tiny spiders crawl out of his blood. So (laughs) I'm into that. Uh, Bakker's monk, on the other hand, was descended from a mad holy man, and apparently that guy had sent corrupting dreams to a bunch of people who then committed mass suicide, and the monk decided it was a good time to go see his evil dad. I didn't follow it quite as much, and it just wasn't as clear and didn't hit my feels the way that Abraham's did. I really wanted to know more about that character. So, that's the method. The feels, speed dating, elimination, and love. Saying it like that kind of makes it sound like a reality TV show. And I guess it kind of is, you know. This is Survivor because I only have time to read one book right now. And life is short. Let's not read bad books. So you probably guessed which one I came up with. It's The Dragon's Path. Uh, Really looking forward to reading this one. Um, There's four more after it, so I'm probably tying myself into a series if it's as good as the opening was. But you know what? I love this stuff, so I'm going to keep doing it. So in my own update... Uh, It looks like I might finally be getting back to the writing desk. Uh, Peaches ran out super early this year, earliest of any of the eight years I've been doing this. Uh, And I came home. I'm here with my family. I'm recording in my writing studio where maybe next week I'll actually start getting words down. So I have to go back and finish some things up. But the end is nigh, my friends. And that's very good news. So hopefully next time I talk to you, I'll have actual book news to talk about. Maybe a sample from what I'm working on. Uh, And a few months after that, I'll have another book for you to put on your TBR pile and figure out if you want to read it next or not. Uh, Till then, it's been fun. Maybe this is helpful. Maybe it's ridiculous. Uh, I had fun. So I'll talk to you all soon. For more information on Levi Jacobs and his books, including the award-winning Beggar's Rebellion, visit www 
www.levijacobs.com. Or for a free Resonant Saga audiobook, only available to podcast listeners, send him an email at beggars.and.brawlers at levijacobs.com. Thanks for listening, and read on. Read on.